0: footed and hand slapping. <laughs> Story of my life. Um, so um. hi. Welcome to Sitting Crooked. Welcome. Sitting Crooked, where we explore the uncomfortable on a weekly basis.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I'm Jenna. I'm Angie. I like how you're like, "Mm, Mm. I'm Jenna! God damn it! (laughs) Fuck. Uh, Do we have updates? I don't think so. I don't think so. (laughs) Alright.
0: What the (laughs) hell? Crime world. (laughs) Uh, uh. How dare you quit on us now? I know. Fuck. Anyway. Well, sp- well, especially after last week's episode, I'm like, I-, I was re-listening to some other episodes. Yeah. Just, like, little snippets and things we said. I'm like, oh, we're the ones holding the phones. Oh, I kind of do have an update. Oh, okay. Thomas came to me last
1: night. And he was talking to me about one of our previous episodes with, like, the Dark Web episode. Yeah. And apparently there's this German couple... Who sold their son? I saw that what to the pedophiles. Fuck, right? Yeah. On the internet, on the dark, on the internet, on the dark web. <laughs> yeah. What the fuck? So Thomas is like, now you can make fun of Jenna for being German. I'm like, <laughs> 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 well, <laughs> well, at least she's not a pedophile. I mean, <laughs> there are worse things, I guess. <laughs> no, but I. He's just like, what the fuck? Like this kid was abused sixty fucking Aww. times, and I think. If I read it correctly at a three-year-old sister, Aww. I'm like, what the
0: fuck, man? Like, don't just... <sighs> I would love to know their rationale for that. Money? I, I'm guessing so, <laughs> but you know what I mean? Like, was it was it for the money or was it for, like, the a sick thrill, thrill kind of? You know what I mean? I don't know, man. It's for people. <laughs> fuck
1: off. <laughs> no, that's... It's just... Ugh. So fucked up, so...
0: Yeah, that's terrible. Yeah. Today is going to be a very heavy episode. Ooh, I'm looking forward. Uh, like, the weather is... It's gloomy. Perfect. It's S- perfect setting, for what we're gonna talk setting about. Setting the tone.
1: It's like, post-rain, the sun's, like, struggling to get out of
0: bed. Yeah. Out of its cloud bed. <laughs> in the sky. Oh, cloud bed. Oh, sounds. What are we talking about? We are talking about. You pulling a Jenna? Huh? No. That's what I did last week and you were like, you're so used to me interrupting you that you're talking slower. Oh, God. No, I'm trying to like, remember
1: how to pronounce it. Oh, okay. Uh, Okigara. The Suicide Forest in Japan. <gasps> yes!
0: Yeah. Yes! With so, that dick YouTuber oh, as well. That's part of it, I, I didn't see? even want to acknowledge him, because okay. I'm like, fuck this guy, he doesn't deserve... We won't even say his name. But fuck him. Dick YouTuber. Yeah. People who know, know. Yeah. Fuck that guy. <laughs>
1: <laughs> fuck you. <laughs> you know who you are. Oh yes. Yeah, so... I was like, oh my god, like, it's so...
0: It's so gloomy out today. Like, this is just... This is just perfect. I'm actually glad that we didn't record yesterday, because yesterday was so hot. I know. I feel like we would just, like... I I don't even want to talk. I just want to sit here and be miserable.
1: Yeah. Well, after this, you might be in the same boat. Yay! Uh, So, roughly translated, Okigara translates to the Sea of Trees. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. So, it's an extremely dense national forest in Japan. Thirteen point five square miles, which in kilometers,
0: fucking knows. I think it's fifty. Even that, I just have such a hard time. I need to see it like to scale, like a miniaturized model to scale next to something else.
1: You know. Well, that's great because it's located at the foot of Mount Fuji. (laughs) Okay.
0: (laughs) So picture Mount Fuji and this tiny little bit itty bitty forest. Okay. There's your scale. Okay, thanks. Mountain forest.
1: Uh, We're going to try and keep this light. We are not Mm -hmm. laughing at suicide at all. Just, it's going to be a heavy bunch of a couple of things that I'm going to say. A bunch of a couple of things. Yeah. Uh, Okay, so the forest... (laughs) This is me being poetic. The forest was born after a major eruption in 864 CE. Tore through the land... Um, and hardened lava became the rock bed. Volcanic ash became extremely fertile. A couple thousand years later, forest. Or 12,000? However many years later, forest. So <laughs> forests are born. A bunch teach. of a couple of thousand. Duh. I'm going to teach sex ed next. <laughs> <laughs> um, so... This is one of the most popular suicide destinations in the world, and from what I gathered from my collective research on the internet, the Mm. first is the Golden Gate Bridge. Ah, yeah. So, the foliage is so thick that corpses can go undiscovered for years. Wow. Uh, It's estimated that over 100 people kill themselves here each year. Wow. Um, just... few quick numbers in 2003 105 bodies were found in 2010 200 attempted suicides were discovered I don't know if that means that they found people mid act Mm. or if they were just they came out and they're like nope not for me it changed my mind Mm. yeah so and that's just what they know about yeah yeah I mean this place I mean it's it's huge however many we're not Americans so we don't know what miles are (laughs) Miles seem long. They're like... No, they're not. Kilometers are longer. Jenna. <laughs> are they? Yeah, because one, no, one it... mile is 2.2 kilometers. Think... There you go. There's some fun math. Oh, okay. There's some fun math. Um, so just to touch very lightly on death and suicide uh, in Japan as a culture... Um, Death is considered a way of, or suicide, sorry, is is considered a way of taking responsibility for oneself. So, like, removing yourself from Mm -hmm. society, I guess, to benefit others. Um, The highest rate of suicide in Japan was in 2009, when the financial crisis hit them. Mm -hmm. Um, And there were 2,645 confirmed suicides. Um, There's going to be a lot of Japanese words that I'm going to attempt to pronounce. (laughs) Yay! So the practice of Ubatsute Ubatsute. Delicious. Japanese, I'm sorry. <laughs>
0: Japan, please forgive me. <laughs> we as a podcast apologize to you as we a are
1: from the depths of Canada where boots are in words all the time. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, everybody makes fun of Canadian accents because we say a boot. A boot. Which is not us. No. That's the East Coast.
0: Yeah.
1: Anyway. Boots. <laughs> ubasute or Ubasute... Oh, God. Anyway, there's a mythical practice of abandoning your elderly relatives oh. in a forest. Oh. Um, or some remote place to leave them to die to unburden the family. Oh. Yeah. So this is... It's in a lot of myths and folklore mm-hmm. uh, in Japan, but there's there's not a lot of solid evidence that it was practiced. Okay, uh, but it it does seem to kind of play perfectly into this place.
0: That's a very creepy concept, right? Like Just carry them on their back. See you, Grandma. It's like it's one thing to go in for like your own purposes of like I don't want to live anymore, but the I can only imagine the coercion of, like, oh, we're just going for a walk. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Oh, bye. I don't know if they're even, like, aware
1: of what's going on. Yeah. They might just be like, hey, is this the circus?
0: <laughs> no, no, grandma. Oh, my grandbabies! <laughs> <Just> <laughs> pick up a pile of acorns or whatever. Aw. <laughs> <laughs> Aw. Yeah.
1: yeah, so that's a thing that. May or may not have happened. And <laughs> is really upset about this potentially real thing. Um, so apparently, suicides in Japan increase during March, uh, which is the end of the Japanese fiscal year. Mm. Uh, suicide and Akigahara a- are romanticized in a few different novels. So one of them is called Tower of Waves by Seicho Matsumoto. Um, and it features, it's basically a, from what I could gather from the internet, again, there's not a lot of solid, um, translations Mm -hmm. of these books, mainly because this guy in particular.
0: (laughs) Sorry. That just made me think of, like, when you're in school and you get computer time, so you go on to, like, Babelfish or whatever, (laughs) and you translate, like... English to penis. Chinese to German. No, you like get a paragraph. You just write a simple thing, then you translate it to a language, translate it to another language, and you go through a few degrees. So it's like from English to Chinese to German to Japanese, and then back to English, and then you read back what you got, and it's really funny.
1: Oh, I just used to do that with dirty words. Oh. <laughs>
0: <laughs> How do I say penis in German? <laughs> um. The same. You just bang your fist off the table while you do it. Oh, now I know. <laughs> um bratwurst.
1: Bratwurst. <laughs> That's how you say it. <laughs> <laughs> um so yeah, uh romanticized in popular culture, uh the Tower of Waves is basically about two star-crossed lovers who commit suicide in the forest. Mm. Um it hasn't apparently it hasn't been translated or translated well Mm. into English because the author was very critical of America for some reason, like American policy. Okay. And this was written in the sixties. So I don't, I don't know what the politics are there, but there's some reason why it's not been translated properly.
0: Okay. Fair enough.
1: Um, the other book, and this is one that's actually found on a lot of remains or around a lot of corpses Mm -hmm. when, um, when they're found is the complete manual of suicide by Wataru Tsurumi. It names Ahigaka Oh my god. Akigahara as the perfect place to die.
0: So it's like suicide tourism? Yeah that's what that's what that reminded me of. Yeah. It's like, the perfect place to spend your vacation. The perfect <laughs> place to
1: die. Tired of the rat race? Come to <laughs> Oh, God. Tired of airplanes (laughs) interrupting your
0: podcast? (laughs)
1: Um, So because this is such a big problem and because this is a a national park, Mm -hmm. um, there are means of prevention that they've tried to um, implement throughout the last couple of years. Um, So increased patrols is obvious, but because it's so dense, I mean, they have a path, Mm -hmm. but people who wander off the path, there's so many different directions you could go. So there's people everywhere. Um, They have a lot of like deterrent messages. Like, think of your children, and Mm -hmm. life is a gift from your parents. Like, consider your options before... You know you decide to take your life and then they have like a suicide hotline number Mm. kind of thing there as well um visitors are also encouraged like i mean it's a tourism place Mm -hmm. so like you have the people who have their mission and then you have the people who want to just see the beauty of a natural park national (laughs) natural (laughs) natural (laughs) national park um, so visitors are encouraged to bring string or rope with them if they wander off the path so they can find their way back because oh, okay. it's so dense. Um, and e- especially people who have, who go in with the intent to take their own lives, they encourage them to bring some kind of like rope or ribbon or, or something to get themselves out if they change their minds. Okay,
0: <laughs> I know. I like, know exactly I'm, what you're thinking. <laughs> I'm trying not to say it. I'm trying to move past this, but like, why would you encourage them to bring rope? <laughs> bring bring a rope? Make it faster. B Y O oh, R.
1: and it's not out. Bring your own rip. <laughs> oh dear. In a nutshell, that's what happens. That's what's going on currently. Um, the really creepy aspects of this forest are really what we're here for. <laughs> yeah. I mean, this stuff is heavy, but, like, this is... This is the shit that makes you be like, well, fuck! Like, squirmy. Um. Okay, so... I mentioned that there's very thick foliage. Like, this is a very dense forest that we're talking about. Mm-hmm. Um, so, it... The trees are so thick that the forest is naturally still and windless. Oh, yeah. Ooh. (laughs) Um. It's been described as a deafening silence when tourists are marching, marching.
0: (laughs) (laughs) The Americans are marching through the
1: Japanese (laughs) forest. (laughs) It's all their rope. my god. We're going to hell. Yep. Um, There's sparse wildlife. um, And sound doesn't carry properly.
0: Ooh. Yeah. So it... Which is terrifying, because like, if you are there on innocent terms, and you're like, get lost, and you're screaming for help, You Kind of gotta figure your own way out. If I... American falls in a forest and no one's there to hear them. In Japan.
1: <laughs> oh, God. Um, it's also pretty gloomy and there's little light. Mm-hmm. I don't want to call this a fun fact, but hanging is the most popular way to die. Mm-hmm. Second it by um, overdosing.
0: Like, in general or in the for- in Sorry, this forest? Sorry, in this forest. Okay.
1: Which I mean, like, if when in forest i don't know how i don't know <laughs> i don't want to like i don't even know if i should be asking that question like that seems like the most practical place for a hanging yeah is in a forest yeah but um they do have rescue efforts that go out uh, pretty frequently um they're usually done to recover remains, though. Mm. Uh, Japan actually refuses to release his numbers on the bodies found. Like wow. That 2010 update that I, I mentioned earlier was mm-hmm. like the last one oh. I can find. Uh, and apparently it's the same thing with the Golden Gate Bridge. Like The cops just will not share what the number is. Mm. So some deaths could be from those who were just lost in the forest and who mm-hmm. starved to death. They were unable to find their way out, Um, but they can usually tell based on what's left behind, like what kind of a death it was. Yeah. Um, One of the other really, really creepy things uh, is the landscape. So I mentioned it was at the foot of uh, Mount Fuji, which Mm -hmm. was a volcano at one point, or still is and is dormant, however grade five geology works. (laughs) (laughs) The soil is still really rich in iron. Iron is magnetic, and magnets fuck up with your GPS, your cell phone, and your compass. Mm-hmm. So imagine yourself in this thick brush. Compass doesn't work, phone doesn't work, nothing fucking works. Yeah. Can't find your way out.
0: Very disorienting. Not
1: great. Um, and I probably should have mentioned this earlier, but the reason that sound doesn't carry mm. uh, is because the bedrock is hardened lava. Which is very porous and absorbs sound. Oh. Which I didn't think was a thing. I'm like, porous just seems like such a physical attribute, not a.
0: I guess it makes sense to think about like egg cartons on the wall for. Oh. In your basement, right?
1: Oh, is that how you scoop up sound?
0: (laughs) 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 Yep. Oh. (laughs)
1: Huh. I just didn't think it. Absorbing, it just seems like such a weird. I don't know. I can't wrap my head around it, but what do I know? <laughs> so the myths that surround this uh, forest are that the dead leave curses on the world they leave behind. Um, the Yurei or vengeful spirits, torment visitors and try to lure them off-path. Uh, one woman had roped her way through, mm-hmm. like, our innocent traveler yeah. <laughs> trying to go through the forest, wandering off path, but tying her way through the trees so she could find her way back, uh, her line actually snapped. <gasps> so she became lost. She got out, mm. but there was a bunch of questions raised, like, maybe it was a demon that cut oh. your line. So like, you know, you can rationalize that one away, but it's just it's still kind of creepy. Yeah. Um, there are, have also been reports of unnatural screams, and I mentioned that sound doesn't carry. Yeah. Um, so one man heard a scream, he ran towards it, he found a corpse. He thought it was him, like, just, you know, dying. Mm. Um, but upon closer inspection, where he discovered the body, uh, it was... It had to have been there for a longer amount of mm. time, like based on decay, bugs, whatever.
0: Yeah,
1: whatever the layman's understanding of a body being there, yeah. not being fresh, was. Um, so he started. He was a writer, and he wrote an article that was asking the question: if it was if uh, if it was a spirit, or if it was just something in the yeah in the forest.
0: Well, you would think that. Of all the places to be haunted, that that would be the... (laughs) Yeah. This would be the place, right?
1: The hauntingliest, most motherfucker place in the world. Yeah. Would you go? I would want to, but I would be very... I think I'd be very solemn and cautious
0: while I'm there. Yeah, not like a, let's go! (laughs) But I think I would want to go, too. I I think... I think places like that, for me, resonate more than a church, for example, in terms of going somewhere to reflect and just think and that yeah. sort of thing. Yeah. Um, because I think it's just so dense and rich in history and, and emotional leavings. I don't know. I, I Yeah. Uh, we, we've been over this before that I don't know how I believe in terms of spirits and stuff but i do believe that emotional energy carries Hmm. and stays and can whether you're alive or dead like sometimes you just walk by someone and you're just like oh something's not i feel you i feel you yeah i don't know
1: (laughs) it's funny you say that because there's actually some reports of people being drawn to the forest <laughs> um like the force is calling to them. Mm. But I'm wondering I'm like is that just your state of mind yeah. in that in that situation?
0: Yeah, if you know if you know the history is it more like psychosomatic? Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah, so I I don't know. There's a lot of Well, that's interesting, but you can probably say like no it's Yeah. It's probably just due to their mental state at that point in time, mm-hmm. but I don't know. It's it's interesting what kind of stories and lore pop up.
0: Yeah, I would definitely, I would definitely want to go. I wouldn't want to go alone. No fuck no. But I would want to go with, like, I wouldn't want to go with Josh because he would just be like, "Okay, it's a forest." Oh goddamn. So, <laughs> but I would want to go with someone like you or Yay. even Thomas, who would like <laughs> respect that. It's you know what I mean? Solemn place. Yeah.
1: Yeah. It's just, I don't know, like, is it, is there something there that's actually pulling people in? Or is it just the power of suggestion in the media with these books that have been written about it?
0: I would imagine that if, if you're in, in a state of mind where you've, where you're thinking about ending your life, at the end of the day, you still want to feel some sort of comfort. Mm-hmm. So I think knowing that this is a place where others have gone to find their peace in some perspective mm. can be comforting. Like you don't feel, you don't, obviously you don't want anyone with you, but you also don't want to feel alone. Mm. So I think, I think being in a place where, where it's known and that others have shared what you're going through and have found their peace and moved on and that sort of thing can be quite comforting. Hmm.
1: That's an excellent point, Jenna.
0: Thanks. So do you think... I'm wondering, sorry, go ahead. No, it's okay. I'm
1: not really sure. (laughs) I'm not really sure how to phrase it without sounding insensitive. Just go for it and we'll backpedal. All right, (laughs) story of my life. Um, Do you think, and I, I know, Do you think that people want to be found?
0: I think it really depends. You mean like before they go through with it?
1: No, I mean after. After? Do you think they want their remains to be found? Or do you think they would prefer to just be left in peace? It's a loaded question, but it's... Mm. It's just something that I've thought about. Yeah,
0: I think I think it really depends person to person. Like for me Yeah. For me I, I would think selfishly I would want to be left. But knowing that finding my body might bring my family and friends that I've left behind some peace. Versus like, oh she's missing, at least if they know that I'm dead, like yes, it's heartbreaking. But at least they know, and it's not this question mark in their lives of mm. where I am. Hmm. But selfishly, I would probably just want to be left. Yeah, I wouldn't for oh. the for the same reasons I mentioned before. Of like, I don't know. I find, and you mentioned it being kind of almost romanticized in a couple um, writings. Like, I I can totally see that again. Just from that, it's it's a respectful place. Again, I keep going back to it's. It's almost like a church. But without any agenda, mm-hmm. it's there's no judgment or structure or rules. It's just, it's like a safe place that can that you can go and it's just gonna wrap your arms around you and that's it.
1: Then you become one with the forest.
0: Yeah, grow your own tree,
1: be your own tree.
0: <laughs> there's our title. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, yeah. It. I don't know. I think it's also hard for us to. There is definitely, uh, like, to your half point of the culture difference, like, there's definitely different pressures that would cause someone to want to take their life. Um, I've mentioned before, and I'm sure I'll do a dedicated episode on this at some point, but there are even um, psychological disorders that only exist in certain cultures. Japan Uh or eastern cultures and that sort of thing and they just don't exist in America.
1: Crazy. Or
0: Canada. Yeah, and it's just, it's simply due to their values and the way that they live and their beliefs and so on. So like even across different cultures, of course, there's different societal pressures and values that have more weight depending on where you're from. (laughs) So... (laughs) We mentioned this is a heavy episode. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Heavy with burps. Heavy with burps. So, you know, something that happens in your life, like, that might potentially bring shame on your family. Like, you might just feel shitty about it. But had you been raised in a different culture, it might be enough to send you spiraling into depression because you've brought great shame on your family and how could you and da 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 da. Yeah, it's like a death before
1: dishonor kind of thing.
0: Yeah, exactly.
1: Which is very, very evident in Japan. I mean, Mm -hmm. if you look back at samurai culture, that's what they used to do. I'm sure that'll be another Yeah. That'll be another episode one day. Yeah. But why shame myself and my family when I can relieve everyone of that burden and maybe that's where that all comes from
0: Mm -hmm. interesting very what i would like to know is how far people are willing to travel to their to this place or any place really their final destination um before committing suicide
1: like do you think people um for lack of a better word like have themselves their own little pilgrimage to their Suicide location?
0: Yeah, interesting. Like, are people you know? Obviously, that this forest is very well known. Are there people in Canada? It's like, yeah, that's that's what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna have a I have a plan. I'm gonna go to Japan, and I'm gonna, you know what I mean? Yeah, that's interesting. Mm-hmm. Hmm. We should call them and ask
1: them. <laughs> well, I'm, it's a national park. Oh. They have a website. It's like <laughs> I
0: think it's too late to ask. <laughs> oh no. I thought that's what you meant. I was like, Angie. No, I meant... I meant the... Car- <laughs> the Natural Park Association. <laughs> I meant the Natural Park. The Be Your Own Tree Association. <laughs> yeah.
1: I, I'd be curious to know, like... But they probably wouldn't release anything like yeah, that. they wouldn't it's, release. Numbers. It's even like... <clears throat> Not to be all, like, in the newspaper, but they, at least in Canada, it's very, very rare to find a story about a suicide. Mm. Like, they just do not publish them, like, newspapers won't, unless it's related to something else. Mm. But, like, there's just, like, this huge stigma about you can never report on suicide, which I guess... It makes a lot of sense, like, out of respect for the dead and for their families. But I guess in this case, you couldn't just call them and be like, So, what's the farthest
0: someone's traveled (laughs) to commit suicide in your forest? Yeah. (laughs) They'd be like, what? I wonder if part of the reason that they don't release the numbers is for... The the same way people get... um, What's the word I'm looking for? Worked up. Uh, no, like like glorify serial killers and that sort of thing. Like those oh, sort sensational. of... Sensationalize. That's yeah. Thank you. Burping halfway um, through. <laughs> <laughs> We're all about the burps today. Um, I wonder if like the, the same type of person that might sensationalize serial killers and that sort of thing, if there are those who sensationalize these sort of locations. So like, let's say it's... They've had 499 suicides like I'm going to be number 500 mm. or, you know, I want to break the record or something like that. Like there are yeah, cases of things like that. Well, Fuck so I wonder the guy if, wrote a goddamn book on it. Yeah. So I wonder if that's part of the reason that they don't release those numbers.
1: Yeah, I'm sure it's it's meant as a deterrent.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: It makes a lot of sense. But it's also like, but fuck, I want to know. I know, I want to know, too. Like, I want to know, but then I, I feel like once I know, I'm going to be very sad. Yeah. Um, so one of the, the other things that I read was when they gather the bodies and they've they've gone out and the workers have... And it's not coroners or, like, professionals. Mm-hmm. It's, you know... And I'm not trying to down, downplay their jobs. But the equivalent of what I think are park rangers yeah. going out... And gathering corpses. Yeah. So they they store them in a room, and someone has to sit with them so that their their spirits don't mm. escape. So that they're comforted in death. Yeah. Which is just so like creepy and also very very sad and solemn. Yeah. Like oh man.
0: I think I think I think a lot about trying to find comfort in death and and the idea that even when someone's there with you holding your hand, you still die alone because they're not doing what they're not experiencing what you're experiencing. Yeah. So, and that makes me want to believe again, going back to what I said about being comforted by the others in the forest who also took their lives. Like you like to believe that there is some sort of spiritual world because you're leaving your physical loved ones behind. They can't, help you anymore they can't comfort you anymore Hmm. yeah Hmm. that makes me think of uh, I touched on this briefly in our ghost science episode but I didn't I left out part of the story not intentionally Um, so when my grandma was declining like a couple weeks before she died I mentioned that she saw a bunch of her dead like relatives she saw her dead husband and her dead mother and her dead child and all this sort of stuff Um, but one thing that I didn't mention was that she was actually talking to them Mm -hmm. as well and she kept uh referring to my grandpa and was like oh Dirk in a minute not yet not yet she just kept saying not yet and my mom was like I think he was there to bring her over yeah and she was like not yet it's not time yet and I like to believe that's true yeah like a, a comforting presence I went to a couple years ago I went to one of my closest friends she her her grandma passed and, uh, I went to the funeral and whatnot just to comfort her. I didn't really know her grandmother, but her dad gave, gave a speech and he was talking all about how when his parents came from England to Canada, how his dad had come 10 years prior to kind of like get everything set up, secure their jobs, get the house or whatever. And then she came with the kids type deal. Mm -hmm. Um, and he said, you know, so it's, I like to believe that when, my dad died. That he was going to heaven to do the same thing, oh. to get it ready for her, and prep so that she could join him. Oh my God! It's like, oh, right in the fields. Oh.
1: <laughs> don't, don't touch my fields.
0: <laughs> <No. laughs> to Keeping Angie's lights to. away
1: from my fields. <laughs> oh man
0: a grocery store length away from dealing at least a grocery store length oh man yeah oh. but it's it's even regardless of of how how you die if it's a tragic car accident or a, a bombing or suicide or whatever that is yeah that idea is still very much there of what's what's waiting on the other side or what's in that in-between while you're going through that process yeah i'm i'm choosing to fantasize even though i'm on the fence about ghosts that in this forest that 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 there is some sort of emotional energy there that comforts those that are choosing to end their lives see (laughs) i i agree the um the internet doesn't (laughs) (laughs) they see it as more of an evil thing yes they see
1: they see um the deceased as trying to
0: lure lure people in
1: so that they can bring them to their world so they can feel i don't know so they can suffer the way they did and have that same anguish
0: but i think i think there's such a um specific perspective on suicide specifically mm-hmm. that it's always seen as a negative yeah and I'm not saying that oh if you want to do it go ahead and do it I'm not saying that but I'm just saying that I I can appreciate the other sides of what that might mean for someone mm-hmm. so but I think I think it's easier to call something evil than just accept the complications that come with it mm. you know what I mean
1: mm-hmm well, you should write a sign and put it in the forest, Anna.
0: <laughs> I accept your complications.
1: <laughs> wow, I'm changed! <laughs> oh, God. We're going to hell. We're worse than that person who we will not name.
0: Yeah. It's okay. I told someone the other day that they were going to burn candles in hell because... You know those, like, charmed aroma things? Yeah. So he was like, oh, yeah, me and my wife, when they go on sale in the States, we buy a shit ton of them. And then they're sold out, so people in Canada can't buy them anymore, and then we sell them for a profit. I was like, you're going to be burning those candles in hell! (laughs) That is not the same. (laughs) But that, yeah, what a dick move. Right? Fuck those guys. I just like the idea of charmed aroma in hell. (laughs) (laughs) Charmed hell. (laughs)
1: Oh, man. Yeah, I had no idea how to really, like...
0: Tackle this?
1: It, well, tackle it, finish it off, mm. really. Like, I didn't... It, it's heavy subject matter. I mean, we're making light of it where it's appropriate, but it's yeah. also very... Yeah, I just didn't know how to... Yeah, how to approach it, how to close it off. It's
0: just one of well, those... Well, I think, I think the way to close it off would be that Obviously, are there's a lot of sympathy and empathy and and respect for everything that goes on, and not just that forest, but those those places, the Golden Gate Bridge, and and all of that. And mm-hmm. you know, maybe when we post this episode, we'll include a hotline link or something, okay, or a hotline number, yeah, in in the description, and just. A shout out to those who not shout out but like a call out to those who are maybe going through something and or have in the past and need some support or yeah anything like that. So Yeah.
1: It's just such a perfect storm of isolation. Yeah. So like no sound, no light. It's almost sensory deprivation. Mm-hmm. Like
0: <sighs> which in itself is very like Physically obvious, but it's also very symbolic as well. Yeah. So it's a double... Yeah. Double whammy. Ugh. Yeah.
1: Okay, so we'll put that on the, the travel list. <laughs> we'll go see the monks. Yeah. And we'll go
0: to the forest. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, um... Thank you. That was heavy. That's not a, not an easy thing to tackle for sure, but it's, I think... I think part of this podcast, like, one, we get our silly thrills out of being uncomfortable and like, oh, that's so gross and that's so creepy. Oh, and then we, we cope with comedy. Yeah. But I think the other part of it is not not being afraid to talk about the serious stuff, too. Yeah. And, you know, because it's. Things that are often like, Oh well we don't talk about that and just oh, put it fuck. under the carpet and that's just not what well, Angie and I are about well, at all. We we talk about anything and everything, regardless of how embarrassing, gross, or whatever it is. So deposit that, it right into the podcast. <laughs> yeah, and that applies for this big stuff too. So yeah. if if you've made it this far, thank you for for sticking out while we <laughs> cover yeah, this heavy Navigate topic. this dark forest forest of Yeah feels yeah feel for us <laughs> jesus so, again if you're going through something we'll include some links in the description on where you can reach out for help and i don't know feel supported mm-hmm. we don't know you but we like to think we do yeah we like to think if you're we're... listening to this then you're a little like us so yeah we can relate to you somehow yeah yeah just don't stand next to me in the grocery
1: store <laughs>
0: <laughs> that's right just kidding it's okay
1: all right, I guess. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. So don't forget to subscribe.
0: Check us out on Facebook and Instagram and the Twitter. And email sitting crooked podcast at gmail.com. Yeah. If you've ever been to this forest or know anything that we haven't mentioned or yeah. any other places like this. Actu- yeah, um, so like real stories would be awesome because mm-hmm. I, I tried to pull them from the internet but some of them were I don't know I
1: think a lot of people lie too yeah yeah I, I don't know reddit's a, an okay place but it's like you can just make up
0: the internet's a place where you make stuff up make it up I don't care make it sound good <laughs> <laughs> we just want to know tell us a good story that's yeah. right uh yeah so sitting crooked podcasts at gmail.com good good